Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's movie blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this morning or evening, wherever you are in the world? How is it going? How is it going? Chief Eddie is here. Hound 2000 says, May the woof be with us all. Yes, indeed. May it be with us. Lando Carizan. Oh, my. Oh, my. What have we here? What's up, Lando Carizan? How is it going, my brother? Alice McCarthy, good morning. Odin, how art thou this morning? I am okay. I'm a bit tired. Uh, the house showing, they show up late and so oh so, so here's my morning so we have a house showing today or it already happened and that's the reason why i'm a little bit late to the stream and so you know obviously that's a good that's a very good thing but the main, main thing that we have to do is we have to get the dogs out of the house you know obviously i could just you know go over and do anything if we didn't have the dogs i could just go ahead and you know watch a movie or something but because i have the dogs i there are only a limited amount of things that i can actually do with them to get them out of the house and get my car out of the way too and so what we do is we tend to go to the dog park, which is very close to us. Well, the dog park was closed this morning because they were mowing it and such. But the problem is, is that there were no signs saying or indicating that they were actually going to do this. And also the timing that they already set aside for that maintenance work is supposed to happen on different days and at different times. So it was very confusing. My hounds were very upset. So we walked around the park a little bit, but it's so freaking hot in Southern Louisiana right now. It's like 98 degrees like, it's, it's about an hour away from 98 degrees if it hasn't hit so already. So it's freaking hot as hell. So it's really not comfortable for the dogs or for me to be walking around outside in that way. That's why the dog park's such a great option. But because we didn't have that option, I ended up driving around with them for about an hour or so because the person showed up late and uh, hopefully went well. Uh, someone's uh, getting back to me, our uh, agent's getting back to me saying that the person liked the house. So hopefully we'll get a little bit more information. It'd be really cool to get some kind of contract offer because that is something that we really, re really need right now. Um, because we're, you know, she, uh, my, you know, Freya is about a week away from moving up. So her first day at work is July 15th. So she's, yeah, she's moving up this weekend, this coming weekend. So that's why it's kind of crazy. And that's why you see there's no Blu-rays in the shelf behind me. I had packed those up the other day. And if anyone that watches the secondary channel, you know, I did a Blu-ray collection video. There were some Blu-rays missing, uh, but obviously because of everything going on with packing, I wasn't able to get access to them but if you want to see my blu-ray collection go ahead and check out the welcome to asgard channel and i have a blu-ray collection up there uh so that was my morning and yes it was it was quite an interesting morning at that all right we got some more people in here how is it going so as you can tell from the title i am still very much pissed off at disney obviously the thing that pushed me over the edge was the recent story about how the father was trying to get spider-man put onto his son's graves and his son passed away when he was four and I, th I think it happened over the last couple months and they're trying to they were trying to petition disney to allow them to be able to do so so, and Disney came back to them saying, we don't allow it because we don't want our characters to be associated with death, which is so hypocritical for so many different reasons because, you know, Lion King, Mufasa, okay, I guess that... I guess that character didn't die. Uh, the characters from Up in the very beginning, the first five minutes, you know, oh yeah, I guess no death there. Bambi's mother, never forget Bambi's mother, uh, and so many other characters who have died. Almost every Disney movie has some type of death in it. Classic Disney, almost every villain dies in some way. Some pretty uh, ferociously. Uh, Scar gets mauled to death by hyenas. But oh no, we can't be associated with death. We can't be. But it turns out they've actually made exceptions before. Now there are pictures coming out showing that they've made exceptions for certain people to have certain characters on these gravestones. And it just goes ahead and shows you that, okay, either there's something else going on that we don't know about, there's something that was not being covered that we don't know about, or Disney is just a bunch of hypocrites, which seems to be the most likely case because they're already showing themselves to be a bunch of hypocrites by trying to, through Freeform, which is a company that they own, so it is a Disney-run company, fully, 100% owned by Disney, it's Freeform. It used to be ABC Family, 
and now it's freeform. I miss I miss the ABC Family Days because the content was good. Now it's freeform, and of course the content sucks because it's mostly run by Disney at this point. But they, through their Twitter account, a verified blue checkmark Twitter account, decided to go after everyone that's being critical of the Little Mermaid casting. And I think the hypocrisy here is just truly amazing. So you have hypocrisy on the one front with them denying a father a wish that is probably, like, if they just allowed it, would not only be good PR for them, but also would just be the right thing to do. Like, you know, taking all that stuff back, it's just the right thing to do. You're not losing anything by that. No one's going to walk by, a, you know, the stone for a child and say, oh, man, I don't, uh, this, you know, I, don't want, I don't like this. If I were walking through a graveyard and I saw Spider-Man next to a stone and I knew it was, you know, or, I mean, obviously this story is getting so much attention now. And I was like, oh. That was the little boy that really wanted that. That's awesome. That's so cool. That would make me happy. That would actually lift my spirits up. But it's just amazing to me how hypocritical they're being by allowing it in certain other cases with certain other characters, but not with this one. And then their excuse, oh, we don't want to be associated with death, is complete crap when you look at almost any of a Dis- like any of the original Disney animated films. Almost any single one of them. And then they have the gall to go after the people being critical of the Little Mermaid casting by putting out one of the most stupid, idiotic expressions and it's all about respecting source material, essentially. And it's like, oh, really? So now you care about respecting source material. You didn't care when you did casting for Valkyrie. Even though, personally, I like Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. I personally like her as an actress. However, anyone that's going to say, yeah, but you know what? That's not what the character should be. I can say, you know what? I can at least respect your review on that. Now they're going after the people going after the Little Mermaid casting because the Little Mermaid casting is controversial. And they knew it was going to be controversial. If you don't think they did that on purpose... If you don't think that they were trying to pander, if they were trying to win woke points, you're an idiot. Like, seriously, I, I don't know what else to tell you. If you don't think that they did it on purpose because they wanted a reaction from people, you're an idiot. Again, I'm, I don't want to be mean. I don't like to say those words. I just called someone a dumbass on Twitter the other day because they were literally, their sole focus has been to completely go after Jeremy in almost every single tweet that he left. And it wasn't until Jeremy, like, retweeted it saying, dude, every single time I put anything out there, you always come after me. And so I was like, oh, well... I'm not sleepy right now, so this was late last night. I'm just, you know, been doing some packing, and I am totally in the mood to start. So I basically just, you know, yeah, drove him away. Let me just put it that way. My Valkyrie know what I'm talking about there. But, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It absolutely is. And this is, again, even more reason to boycott Disney at this point. And someone made a good point saying, oh, but Disney owns so much. Can you really do a full-out boycott of Disney overall? Well, yes, you can, because if you don't watch TV, that's, pretty much checking off that off the list because you don't have to worry about Disney-owned television stations and supporting them because if you don't watch TV in general, which I really don't really watch any live TV, I don't have to really worry about that. And then when it comes to other movies, you know, hey, it might suck. There might be a franchise that they now own that I might not be able to support in the future. For example, Alita Battle Angel. If Alita Battle Angel gets a sequel that I think it deserves, it's probably going to be distributed by Disney. And that's going to put me in a bind because obviously I want to support that film, but that's obviously going to be much further down the road. That's probably a good two, three years out if it even gets a sequel because there's talks of them trying to put it onto the streaming service. And I'll, I'll go watch it. I'm not going to buy the streaming service because screw Disney. But I'm going to watch it because obviously I care about the story and I want to see what's going to happen with the story. But it's just they're making it so much easier. Every day, day by day, Disney is making it so much easier, easier just to leave them behind in the dust and say, screw you. Let's see, Rosetta, Allen, Allen, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oscar Carthy says, finally watched Stranger Things, loved it. Oh, it was so damn good. Uh, Jeremy literally just put out a tweet talking about the moment where they were singing, where <laughs> one of the characters and his girlfriend from science camp or math camp or whatever it was, they were singing never-ending story together, and they're harmonizing, and oh my god, so damn good. 
so damn good. Guys, you've if you've not seen, I know that many people, many of y'all are probably boycotting Netflix because Netflix deserves to be, and I would be. I would have canceled my Netflix cons- uh, subscription had uh, my wife not said, no, don't take my Netflix away. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I'm, I, can't, I can't cross the Freya. You don't cross the Freya. But it's a really good season. Season three is much better than season two. I like season two, but it's much better than season two. Not as good as season one. Season one is still like the very best season. Two has more action, which I like, but the story kind of suffered. Three has good story and good action. And also, as I've mentioned previously in another stream, they do something with a character where all of a sudden they reveal that a character uh, is uh, feels a certain way. And it's very, it's very random. It's, it's very like, really? You went in that direction? Did you really have to go in that direction? But because the character is so well-written, and because the character is so awesome and played by a really talented actress, you almost don't even care. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, this isn't necessary, and I don't like this choice, but it's not taking away my enjoyment of the series because the actress is still being a badass. So, uh, As McCarthy... I totally agree with you there. It is so good. Darth Marl says, Seriously, John Campion continues to show himself as a shill. Did you see his Twitter post where nobody was there, yet he tried to claim it was packed? I wonder how many shillings he has. No, seriously. It's amazing to me. If you don't know what you're talking about, John Campion on Twitter posted a picture from him in Galaxy's Edge. And he basically was trying to say, Oh, anyone reporting that it's not... Anyone reporting... This is my uh, John Campion. Anyone that's reporting that it's not doing well has not actually been to the park, even though Laura, you know, Ryan stole my fan fiction story. She has been to the park, and she knows. She has been on the ground, has been able to say, yeah, it's, it's, it's not doing well. Uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm just telling you what I've experienced, and it's a total cash grab. And I think that those are the types of things that we are picking up, and people aren't stupid. <laughs> so yeah, John Campion was totally shilling there. That was totally bought and paid for by Disney. Even though it's so funny, he's like blue and green milk, even though some people were drinking like yellow milk, which didn't make any damn sense. It just looks disgusting. I don't know why you would drink it. And yeah, it's a total cash grab. It is a total just, uh, it's it's total crap. It's absolute total crap. By the way, I have the freeform letter uh, pil- you know, put up, and I'm going to go ahead and read it to you guys in a second once I cut off with the chat. Um, but yeah, for sure, it's just absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane what they're doing here. Uh, let's see, Tina says, and there are photos now popping up of a superhero and NFL Disney figures on tombstones everywhere. Yeah, and again, that's just, that's ridiculous. That is just freaking ridiculous that they are being so hypocritical about it. Like, being so damn hypocritical about it. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. All right, guys, I got the DLive chat open. Sorry, so sorry that it took me so long. Uh, the best, thank you very much for the follow. I appreciate it. Kim Cam Park, what's going on? The K-Man is here. What's going on, bruv? Hype type, what's going on, hype type? How is it going? How is it going? Filming Professor says, how are you, mate? What's going on, Filming Professor? Does uh, Disney doesn't understand that it would have been a symbolism of the kid's life after death than death itself. No, I agree. I think that it would have brought so much more joy to everybody had they allowed it. And they have allowed it in certain cases. So it begs the question, why in the hell are they restricting this one case? Why are they going after this one father and not allowing him to do this? Is it because he feels a certain way? Is it because they didn't, you know, it's interesting because one of the pictures that they showed of a person that was allowed to have something on their gravestone, the pictures that they were showing were all about him at the premieres of various movies. So was it that he just wasn't in the public eye enough and getting enough attention towards Disney to the point where they didn't feel like it was worthy of the investment? Which, if that is the case, I mean, disgusting on your part, Disney, but it does beg that question. What is different about this case that all of a sudden you don't want to be associated with death, even though almost every single one of your movies is associated with death in some way. Uh, but what is going on, bruv? How is it going? How is it going? To my D-Live peeps, I got y'all pulled up now. Sorry, so sorry that it took me so long. But I also have the tweet from Freeform that I'm going to read up in a second. Alex McCarthy says, Like I said in the comments, I would probably still be filming uh, my Blu-ray collection. I have way too many. Dude, just do it, man. 
just do it. Um, I'm thinking of possibly if I do another collection when I'm actually moved up to Tennessee and I have everything in alphabetical order the way I like it, including the newer movies and the films that I left out the first time. And I'm sure I'll have picked up by then. I'll probably have picked up Shazam because I already have my order pre uh, my order uh, my copy pre ordered as long as well as with other people that won their uh, their uh, 4K steelbooks from Best Buy. And also, of course, John Wick. I'll pick up Alita Battle Angel that comes out uh, this month in a couple weeks, which is very very exciting. It comes out on digital. So, guys, anyone that's an Alita fan, it comes out on digital in about three days. So. Uh, July 11th, it comes out on digital, so if you want to be able to watch it or buy it early and watch it, it's going to be available on digital then. I don't get my copy, though, until the 23rd, so I do plan on doing an Alita Battle Angel stream, so that will probably be one of my Sunday morning, uh, rather not Sunday, uh, Saturday morning streams, where it's movies that I have seen, uh, for example, or I, I forgot how I was, no, Sunday night, sorry, it'll be a Saturday, mm, why do I keep saying Sunday? It'll be a Saturday evening stream, we'll do an Alita Battle Angel one, the weekend after, as long as I'm... You know, everything's done with the moving and everything. Uh, we'll definitely do one. We'll definitely do a stream. Whether or not it's as close to the re- re- release date as possible is still being determined. Film Professor, thank you very much for the four lemons, man. I love me some lemons. Those are so damn good. Rosetta Allen. Allen says, make Duck Fisney a trending movement. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Duck Fisney, indeed. Dina says, if you want Odin to see your comment, thank you very much. Yeah, if you're on YouTube and you want me to see your comment and read it, please put Odin question. Just those words, just those letters, all in one, all in one word. Odin question. It'll pop up orange for me, and I'll know that you're trying to get my attention. If you're over on DLive, if you could just put at Odin at the beginning of your comment, that's how I'll know you're trying to get my attention. Because otherwise, I know that you guys like to talk to each other, and I'm totally fine with that. So that's why I just ask you to, on YouTube, put Odin question, and on DLive, just to put at Odin at the beginning of your comments. It helps me out a lot. Mikey Martinez, what's going on, bruv? Always see you in the comments. Always appreciate your comments. Says Disney is just a very disrespectful company. Not only are they denying a father, but they are now calling people sexist because of Little Mermaid casting. And thank you for bringing that up. Yes, they have. So this is the official tweet from Freeform. Freeform says, yes, the original author of The Little Mermaid was Danish. Ariel is a mermaid. She lives in an underwater kingdom in international waters and can legit swim wherever she wants, even though that often upsets King Triton. Absolute zaddy. Okay, whatever the hell that means. But for the sake of argument, let's say that Ariel 2 is Danish. Danish mermaids can be black because Danish people can be black. Well, maybe in modern day times. <laughs> Ariel can sneak up the surface at any time with her pals Scuttle and ahem, Jamaican crad Sebastian. Sorry, flounder. Keep that bronze base and keep that bronze base tight. Black Danish people and thus merfolk can also genetically have red hair. But spoiler alert, bring it back to the top. The character of Ariel is a work of fiction. So after all this is said and done and you still cannot get past the idea that choosing the incredible, sensational, highly talented, gorgeous Haley Bailey is anything other than the inspired casting that it is because she doesn't look like the cartoon one. Oh boy, do I have some news for you about you. That's from Freeform. Uh, it's a verified account. It looks like it is uh, possibly a, uh, I guess that would have to be a, a Facebook post because it's just so damn long. But yeah, all of that is straight from Disney. Freeform is completely owned by Disney, so all of that is coming directly from a Disney-owned company, which means it's coming from Disney because Disney owns all of its subsidiary, subsidiaries and therefore controls social media accounts and things like that. So basically, calling out people as being sexist and race, or rather not sexist, uh, being racist because everyone is being critical of the casting choice because it does not match not only the original cartoon from the 1990s, but also the original story that was written by a Danish person. And their argument is, well, Danish people can be black. Yes, but you do realize that that only ever happened 
because of things like slavery, right? I mean, I could be completely ignorant on this, but I'm pretty sure that when you understand these concepts, people with darker skin did not just appear in these countries. For the most part, I would say. So if that's the route you want to go, then we can say, oh, so are you trying to say that this mermaid is African-American because, not African-American, but black, because of slavery? Is that is that what the story is going to try and go in? Is that where you really want to go with this story? Are you sure about that? And at the end of the day, it's all about, oh, my God, but we're just respecting source material. And then they go out of, the, <laughs> they go out of their way to, to have that Mulan trailer. And they cast an actress who's Chinese-American. And it's like, oh, we're just respecting the source material. And it's like, okay, well, one, she's a little bit too old for the part. But even that I can look past because they, they do make her look as young as they can. The worst part to me, though, is that she's just not a very good actress from what we have seen. Every single scene they show her in, she is literally having the same expression and face. And someone actually tried to defend it saying, oh, but you see, if they're going to make a kung 